Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Tuesday, January 19th at 9.30 a.m. in New York, so let's get after it. After an incredible year for stocks in 2020, it looks like 2021 is starting off right where things left off. Excess liquidity is driving equity prices higher, but the broadening out and rotation to new leadership has been the most important thing for investors to get right. The good news is that this lines up with our key call since March of last year, more specifically to buy small caps and economically sensitive stocks rather than the high-quality big-cap secular growers known as FANG. The primary driver of this bull market and rotation to new leadership has been the policy response to the pandemic, both monetary and fiscal. This is what led to the V-shaped recovery in our economy from the depths of the deepest recession on record. Last week, we got another boost to our thesis when President-elect Joe Biden announced a new $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. To be clear, this proposal is in addition to the $900 billion package that was just passed last month. While we don't know how much of this new proposal will make it through Congress, we are confident it should be well over $1 trillion when all is said and done. To put this into context, if we combine the $900 billion bill already passed and assume another $1.1 trillion gets through from the Biden proposal, this amounts to approximately 10% of GDP. About half of this money will be sent directly to individuals via the $2,000 in COVID relief checks and supplemental unemployment benefits of approximately $400 per week. Much of this relief is truly needed for those most affected by the pandemic. However, there are many people also receiving these benefits now that probably don't need them, and so the money ends up in savings. According to our economist, the pandemic has resulted in an aggregate U.S. wage loss of approximately $350 billion. In response, the government has sent out close to $1 trillion in direct payments to consumers to bridge the gap. This is before Congress considers Biden's additional $1.9 trillion in relief. For those who need the money to make ends meet, we are simply filling the economic hole left by the pandemic. However, for those who do not need the money, we are seeing an increase in demand above pre-pandemic levels. This is why retail sales are at all-time highs, even though we are technically still in a recession as measured by pure economic output. The other impact from a market standpoint is that these excess savings are now going into investments. While it's obvious equity markets and other risk assets have gone up a lot in the past several months, it may not be so clear that the markets have taken on much more of a speculative fervor. For example, margin debt has increased significantly over the past six months, and the put-call ratio has fallen. Furthermore, while there are many individual stocks and investments that seem to be defying gravity, the S&P 500 is actually only up about 5% over the past five months and 32 basis points year-to-date. Compare this to the Russell 2000 small cap index, which is up 35 and 8% respectively. This gets to my final point for today. Over the past decade, most investors and market commentators have been infatuated with the S&P 500 and a handful of stocks. First, keep in mind that the S&P 500 is a defensive high-quality index. This may be what's holding it back now as liquidity and speculation are on the rise. Second, whenever a group of stocks gets their own acronym, it's usually a bad sign. The bottom line is that for 2021, we recommend getting away from the pack and investing in stocks that may have been off the radar for the past decade. Think of the bull market now as a market of stocks rather than a stock market. We favor economically sensitive stocks that will benefit from the ever-growing fiscal support, in particular those that can pass along the inflationary pressures we see building. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.